Yes, welcome to NBA panel. With the All-Star break coming to an end, the defending champion Denver Nuggets are preparing for the second half of the season. Today, I'm honored to be once again joined by Denver Nuggets play-by-play announcer, Chris Marlowe. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing well. Bright, sunny day here in Denver, Colorado, ready to get uh, the unofficial second half of the season going. Yes, how you doing a little break? Uh, the break was good. Uh, got a, a chance to cool my jets. Uh, uh, rested, uh, read, uh, watched a little of the all-star festivities, uh, all that kind of stuff. And it was, uh, it was really a nice little break. Yes. The first half of the season is behind us. Um, what's your thoughts on the first half, the team's performance in the first half? Because right now they're sitting in a good place in the fourth, in the fourth place in the West. Yeah. I think, uh, some people are disappointed, uh, that the Nuggets are not doing better than they are. Uh, but I think it was a good first half. Had the Nuggets not had injuries to uh, two or three of their best players in the last three games, uh, I think they might have been in first place. Uh, they're sitting in fourth now. Uh, they're a game back of the Clippers. They're only three games out of first place. And yeah. hopefully when they come back from the all-star break, that Murray and Contavious Caldwell Pope, Michael Porter Jr. all healthy and ready to go. Yes, when they come off that break, they have a couple games that's very wonderful. They play the um, Wizards, then the Trailblazers. Well, no, they got to give their effort every game because any game, any any given night, you can lose. But there's a two wonderful games off the break to get them started in the right direction before they play the yeah, Warriors. It, it's interesting, uh, you know. People have asked me, is it is it more difficult to win the first NBA championship or to repeat as NBA champions and? Uh, I'm beginning to think it's more difficult to repeat as an NBA champion. You've got every team in the league is sky high to play you. Uh, yes. You've know, got a different cast of characters. We don't have the same team as we had last year. Right. And uh, most of the teams, I say virtually every team in the Western Conference, is much better than they were a season ago. So it, it's making the road very difficult. So the Nuggets have to kind of hang in there and uh, figure out some, some things with their bench and, and get their act together. One thing about this team is we've seen it all the time. Like their, their performance against the Lakers when they came, when he, the, the, the tough game against the Lakers, or be the one on like a 10 or run to end the game to win to pull away. If, if, whether they're at home or on the road, the team just doesn't fall apart. They always come together. And that's the characteristic of this team that helped them push toward, the, toward a repeat. Yeah, they've been uh, very good in closing out games. Uh... The, the lone exception was the, the game, uh, the final game on Valentine's Day at home against the Sacramento Kings when the Nuggets well, basically just fell apart late. They were up by 16 in the second half, couldn't close, and, uh, and, and Sacramento made a run, and the Nuggets, uh, the Nuggets ended up losing that game. That's a game they normally win. They have, they have an okay defense if you look at it from the entire season, but their clutch defense – uh, has been rated one or two all season long. It's uh, the last five minutes within five points. They've been really, really good. They've been able to close teams out. So uh, I, I don't have a, a great worry about that. I, I think that the Nuggets, uh, they have all the elements to repeat. Uh, now the yeah. question is, that, that, that where are they going to be at the end of the uh, of the Western Conference regular season? That's the big question. Last year they were first. They had home court throughout the playoffs. That was a big factor. Right, right now, they're not sitting in that position. Yes, and the West is very deep, very deep. Home court and, and matchups are very important in going into the postseason. Very important. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And it's kind of interesting that 
the, the teams that you didn't quite expect to be up there, the Oklahoma Cities and the, the Memphis, uh, not Memphis, excuse me, uh, uh, Oklahoma City and uh, uh, Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves, uh, Clippers and the Nuggets are top four. But then you have sitting, you know, in, in like five through eight, you've got uh, you've got the Suns, you've got the Pelicans, you've got the Warriors, you've got the Kings. I mean, those are all legitimate teams. All legitimate teams who have a chance to go far in the playoffs, so it's not going to be an easy road this year. Yes, and once again, depending on seedings, whoever, if if the Warriors and Lakers get into the play-in, their two teams don't want to see in the playoffs in the first round. Like <laughs> it's going to be very tricky when the postseason starts. Well, you, you you'd hate to you'd hate <laughs> to end up playing somebody like the Warriors in the first round, who are kind of rejuvenated with Kaminga and Curry and and Draymond's back. Uh, there's there's just not an easy out, and I think for the for the for the Nuggets, bottom line, they can't finish out of the top four. They cannot right. finish out of the top four, and and uh, more realistically, they want to be in the top two. Uh, if they can get there, uh, then they've got a really good chance. And the only team that would have home court over them would be number one, if that's Minnesota or whoever. Uh, so. Uh, 27 games, uh, I think most of them, uh, I think, are on the road. I think they've got a majority, maybe uh, uh, 14 and 13. Uh, but it's going to be quite the challenge down the stretch. Right. Well, good thing always going for the Nuggets is Nikola Jokic. He's, he's leading the team in all categories except steals. Lee KCP is leading in that category. He's doing it all for Denver, and he's the one constant they can depend on. Him and Murray together always have one great one-two punch. Yeah, you know, Jokic, uh, he, he's, he, he's so good, you sometimes take him for granted. You, you forget that he leads in points and rebounds and, and, uh, and assists and, and uh, he's right up there and blocks shots and, and right up there and steals. He's a much better defender than people give him credit for. He's got great hand-eye coordination, gets deflections. Uh, you know, he's, he's tougher and he's more – the only thing he doesn't do, he doesn't jump out of the gym and block shots. He just right. he just doesn't do that, and the fact that he makes everybody better on the team is is quite evident because when he's on the floor, I, I believe the Nuggets are plus twelve, and when he's off the floor, they're minus nine. So uh, that seems to me to be the definition uh, of the most valuable player. And meanwhile, Murray, uh, you know, he didn't make the All Star team this year. You know, he's a solid, terrific player in the in the regular season. Averages twenty a game, six assists, four or five rebounds. But then he seems to elevate his his game in the playoffs, and he becomes like an all star crusher, you know, with 25, 10, and and, and six. So uh, that's the one two punch for Denver. Their starting five is great. Uh, the big question uh, the rest of this season into the playoffs: Who are they going to play? Who's going to come off the bench and uh, and be a player for them? And that we just kind of have to wait and see. I think Julian Strasser might be a factor. It depends on what Malone, what Malone, what Malone decides to do. But Denver has a great one in Julian Strasser. I like the way he's played. His three-point shooting, his speed, he's a good pickup. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I think I think off the bench, if you were if you if I were saying it right now, Reggie Jackson, he's gonna he's gonna be a you know, 10 to 15 minute player backing up Jamal Murray. You've got Peyton Watson, the second year guy from UCLA who's played really well. Uh, you've got Christian Brown, who was key, uh, key in the playoffs last year, actually won the third game against Miami with a 15 point effort. And then you've got Strother and, and DeAndre Jordan, some of the others. Strother missed 
he's missed 17 games. And so he's come back and he hasn't looked quite the same. So I'm not sure if he's going to get the run. I agree with you. I think down the line, he's going to be a good player. He's going to be a good yeah. player. He moves, he jumps, he, he, he's got a terrific jump shot. Uh, he can get to the rim. Uh, don't know if he's going to have a big impact this season, though, because he's just missed so many games. Right. And Malone has a lot of options. We have six players in, six players in double digit scoring every game. That gives Malone options. And he, we know you know how to utilize the weapons that he has. Yeah, he uh, – well – as he did last year, he's going to shorten the bench. When we get right. to the playoffs, Jokic and Murray, they're going to be playing 35 to 40 a game. Same with Gordon. Uh, Porter will be up to about 35, and same with KCP. So those guys are going to play a lot. Uh, that's one reason they've been able uh, – one reason they have been keeping the uh, minutes down uh, for all their stars. And Jokic only averages 34 minutes a game. So right. he can go right 38 to 40 and, and play a lot more. So uh, – you know, playoff time is a different different animal. The Nuggets do have that championship aura now. They know yeah. they can do it. They have done it, and that's going to be a big factor when we get to the playoffs. Yes, and as you um, alluded to, the Nuggets are behind thunder, the Thunder and the Timberwolves. But one thing the Timberwolves and Thunder don't have is, as you said, the championship pedigree the Nuggets have and the toughest and close moments. Those teams are younger than Denver in closer moments. Some players may not make the right reaction, the right pass, they might read the right read, and that can lead to a costly turnover, which if they're playing the Nuggets, you know, the Nuggets take advantage of every turnover you have. They get out and running, they're hard to beat. Yeah, I think if you if you matched up the teams, so the Nuggets are 0-1 against Minnesota. We played them once on a back-to-back. Yeah. I don't think Murray played, and, and, and we lost up in Minnesota. And uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, we, we clobbered them the first game. Uh, uh, then we lost by one in game two and lost the next two. We lost the season series to them. I think those two teams are actually deeper than the Nuggets if you're talking about regular season. Now the question is, when you get into postseason, you're only playing eight guys. Is there eight better than uh, the Nuggets' eight? I'm not sure they are. The, the team that kind of worries me is the L.A. Clippers. They've been uh, uh, playing great. They've got the four Hall of Famers that are, are, are destined to be and yeah. uh, they seem to be playing really well. Uh, they've got all the elements, and they haven't had any injuries. They've been injury-free, so they're going to be a factor, too. So uh, no, no doubt about it, the Nuggets have their work cut out. Yes, the Clippers, Kawhi's been healthy for the first time in a long time, regularly healthy. He's a big factor for Yeah, Denver does have their work cut out for him, always. Um, Pepsi Center, the one advantage also Denver has – how does it feel you calling games at Pepsi Center um, every home game? That crowd is amazing. Yeah, well, you know now, uh, it, it, they, they recently changed the name to Ball Arena. So it's now going, instead of pandemonium at Pepsi Center, it is now Ball Ballistic, yeah, we- ballistic, ballistic <laughs> at the Ball. And so, yeah, the crowds. Uh, so they're 21-5 and five at home. They've, the Nuggets have the best home record uh, in the NBA uh, in terms of, of uh, of just just the Western Conference in the NBA, they're second, and they've had like twenty six consecutive sellouts to open up the season. So they have been uh, the fans have been there. They've never had a sellout streak like this in recent memory, and it makes it difficult if the Nuggets do get home uh, court advantage. Uh, you know, in these series, uh, it's going to be hard to beat them uh, four out of seven. 
Yes. Congratulations on future Hall of Famers on the Clippers. How's it for you calling a future Hall of Famer in the color Jokic? Because he keeps your head on his swivel every game. But there's no look passes, the touch passes to to his pat, new pad on um, Larry Bird, one legged four way three pointer. How's it for you calling him every game? Well, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, I was very lucky when I when I got to Denver in 2004. Carmelo Anthony was just ascending, and and he was great. And he took the Nuggets from a non-playoff team to the playoffs for ten straight years. But Nikola yeah. Jokic has taken it to a completely different level. Uh, you know, every night we figure out the open what we're going to say when we come on camera, and it's always something about the game. Okay, it's a big game. Uh, you right. know. We're, and whoever we're playing. And then it's Nikola Jokic. It's Jokic every single time, uh, with, with the exception of the one night he gets a triple-double and Murray gets 35, and then we do Murray first and then Jokic. So it, it's a lot of fun to do it. You're running out of, uh, uh, out of adjectives and, and verbs for Jokic. You know, is he terrific? Is he stupendous? Is he wonderful? Is he magnificent? Is he one of a kind? Is he, uh, you know... You you just have to be creative with him and try to figure out some other ways to describe what he is doing. And uh, I'd say right now what he is doing is historic. I think uh, where he yeah. is at the age of 29, uh, you know, he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats, uh, particularly if he wins another MVP. That could be coming up, uh, you know, by the end of the regular season. So uh, fun calling him, great having him on your side. You know, the other thing, too, and, and you'll know this, John, is – is that he puts in the work. There's nobody that works harder than Nikola Jokic uh, before the games. After the games, he's lifting weights. He's got the whole team doing that. He was, he was like one of 15 or one of 18 to start. Now everybody goes in and lifts weights after the games. Uh, makes the right. bus rides get off a little bit slower, but uh, he, he has just been uh, a wonderful player, uh, for not only for the team of Denver, uh, the team of the Nuggets, but for the state of Colorado, and I think uh, for all the people in Serbia and around the world. Yes, yeah, so over the All-Star break, um, uh, NBA legend Larry Bird recently um, spoke on Nikola Jokic, said he's, a, a great, said he's a great player, he loves watching him, and he's turned his eyes to Denver Nuggets because of Nikola Jokic. So Nikola put in the work all over the board. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting, John? So uh, obviously – uh, Nikola Jokic has some similarities to Bird. I, I, I think you'd say it. They're, they're, they're tall, they're white, they're skilled, uh, they can shoot, uh, the fabulous passers. And uh, about a month ago, Chip England, one of my good friends, he came to Ball Arena and I, I went up and shook his hand. And, and I, I, he's the shooting specialist to the stars. He's now with the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. And one of the reasons why they they're shooting so well because they got Chip. And he, and he says to me, he goes, Chris, he's better than Bird. I go, what? He goes, he's better than Bird. He's better than Bird. He, he shoots better. He, he handles the ball better. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's, he, he rattled all this. You know, that, if you said a year or two ago that Nikola Jokic is better than Larry Bird, that's, that's heresy. <laughs> Basically, NBA heresy to say someone's better than Bird or better than Jordan or better than magic, but, uh, you know, Jokic, if he continues to do what he's doing and yes. continues to win championships, uh, you know, there's no telling where he ends up uh, at the end of his career. Can he be uh, top 15, can, top 10, top five, uh, yeah. maybe the greatest of all time? Who knows? You, you can't put limits on this guy. You know, you never thought of, 
a guy drafted during a burrito commercial at number 41, you know, would end up making, uh, you know, six all-star teams and five NBAs and, and, and uh, two MVPs. So uh, I, whenever he does something, I just go, okay, yeah, he, he's pretty damn good. Yes, yes, his hard work has pushed him into, the, into those conversations. Can't be denied. It's right in front of you. You can't deny hard work. <laughs> no, and, and you, can't, you can't deny the results. You know, he gets yeah. the results. The Nuggets are really good. He puts up these numbers. You know, sometimes he'll have a game where he gets 23 and 10 and 9 assists, and you go, oh, he kind of had a bad game. Yeah. Anybody else, that's a fabulous game. You know, yeah. that's a near triple-double. Uh, but for Jokic, who averages 27, 12, and 9, and, and usually shoots over 50% or 60%, it, it's just a, another day at the office. Yes, and he's learned. He's learned when to pick his spots. He knows when he needs to be a good passer, or if he, when he needs to take off, take off scoring. If Jamal Murray isn't there, or if he needs those two to come together, those two go off. It's it's beautiful to watch different Nuggets basketball again. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah, you know, John, something interesting that uh, the people that watch your 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 podcast or our Zoom, uh, what uh, Michael Malone does. So usually, first two plays of the game, they throw the ball into Jokic. First couple, because they want to see how the opposing team is going to guard him. Are they going to single him? Are they going to double him? Are they going to dig? Are they going to come from the weak side? And once they figure out how the other team is planning to guard Jokic, then they can figure out the rest of the game plan in terms of, is this going to be a passing night for Jokic? Are they double and triple teaming him like Oklahoma City does? Or are they single uh, are they guarding him uh, with one guy, which they which they do occasionally when there's a really good defender or a gutsy defender that wants to take on Jokic one on one, and then he just he just roasts him up. So uh, it's kind of an interesting strategy for the Nuggets. You kind of have to wait and see because there's all these defenses. You know, three years ago he was single coverage one on one. They never doubled, never you know, never paid more attention to Jokic. They thought he was good, but not you know not. It wasn't like the Jordan rules. You remember when they had all these rules to cover Jordan? Well, now it's the same thing with Jokic. He, he's at the least single covered with a good guy. Uh, usually it's double coverage, and a lot of times it's triple coverage. You know, guys coming from the weak side trying to steal the ball. And uh, so uh, I don't know if he's the most difficult guy to guard in the league, but he's certainly in the top five in that category. Yes, and guarding Jokic one on one can be a detriment to the to the opposing team because with his footwork, we all know he get one of the best defensive players in, in foul trouble. With Lakers, one of the best offensive players, and that team is a whole side of the game right there. Also, cause mismatches all over the on the other side of the floor. Well, he's so, so he's so big that he can post up anybody. There's nobody that can really yeah. guard one on one. I mean, even when he's guarded by, uh, say, Gobert or Valanciunas or. <clears throat> one of the other, you know, good defensive bigs uh, in the league, he's able to score pretty easily. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, if he goes out on the perimeter, you have to honor his jump shot because he can make 15-footers. And uh, if you do that, then you start jumping, and then he starts driving by you, and then he's passing off all these crazy things to Porter and to KCP. And yes. if he's stuck on the wide perimeter, I mean, shooting – uh, he's up to almost 37% uh, from three-point land. So he can he can barrage threes on you too. So, uh, you know, having that triple threat 
is just such a luxury for the Denver Nuggets. It makes him really hard to guard. Yes, can't wait for the second part of the season. Pleasure. Thank you for your time again. Definitely. Thank you for your time. Hey, great to be on your show, John. Call me anytime. Appreciate you. The rest of your day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, that was once again different. But play announcer Chris Marlowe joining me. Thanks for your time.